Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. It's that time again. Time for Guys of a Certain Age. Robbie Koblenz in studio with... Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. This is Art Shirley. Wow. That's a Tiger King reference, which I know you have is watched. I have yeah. not seen the Tiger yeah. King. Yeah. And, uh, I have no desire to see the Tiger King. I have no interest in the Tiger King, yeah. the Lion King, the cat people. It has been unbelievable how that thing has blown up. Oh, no, it's crazy. And I think you know it's one of the things that probably uh, benefited from everybody being shut in with uh, with COVID-19. And, they just, and it, it kind of spread by uh, word of mouth through our word of social media and all of a sudden everybody's have you seen this yet have you seen this and we watched it purely out of curiosity and thought after the first episode we turn it off and all of a sudden there's this twist and we couldn't stop watching <laughs> i'm gonna have to i no no i'm not no, gonna do yeah. it. i'm gonna walk away from it yeah it has revived my personal interest in doing a pet documentary no pun intended project uh-huh. that uh i've uh, i've wanted to get to um, but anyway, yeah, 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 we can talk about that later. So how you, how you doing? No, no Jay Reed with us. No Jay Reed. So, you know, I think he's moving his daughter home from Tennessee, right? Is that yeah, what he's doing? I yeah. think that's what he's yeah. doing. So he's yeah. on the road, even as we record. So, uh, I think Jay and I will actually probably do an episode next week. Okay. Who knows? This is all, it's a fluid mm. situation. That's right. So, but, but I hope everybody's staying safe and maybe we can provide a little humor and Entertainment and levity, and for, this a change. Ep- for a change, for a change, <laughs> yeah. And so, this is going to be one of those episodes where we could have gotten, um, we could have gotten Jay to just pre-record a couple of lines because he's, yeah. We're, we're going into Star Trek, we're, um, so here in a little bit, and Jay really where no Jay has gone before, where no Jay has gone before. But before we do that, geeks of the week, what you got? All right, I have got, and I don't have, I, I cannot find. You got, it. but you don't have. I, I've got a geek of the week. I don't have the original uh, link that uh, I found, but uh, there is a video on YouTube called the canceled Star Wars uh, episode nine script and uh, Colin Trevorrow, something who like did that. the Jurassic Park movie, the yeah. recent Jurassic Park movies was uh, originally writing the script for, for what became um, the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. And it was called the duel of fates and uh, they've put together uh, kind of in a, Almost uh, cartoonish. Oh, sorry. Wow. Mr. Sunday Movies is who's done it. Now that it's coming up. But uh, they have put together a, an animated uh, synopsis of, of his script. And it's really a very interesting script idea. I have idea. not seen it. Yeah. Mr. Sunday Movies. I don't know if you've ever watched his stuff before. No. Uh, but uh, he makes a lot of uh, video comment, uh, commenting on movies that are out there. Pretty funny. But um, it, it's it's a neat thing. I watched it last night. And uh, it's about uh, ten minutes long. The video is, and uh, but uh, it's it's an interesting concept. It so, would have been fun to see this made. So how how much does it diverge from what we ended up seeing? Pretty uh, dramatically. Pretty dramatically, yeah. Pretty right. dramatically. I'm gonna have to. I'm yeah. gonna pull that up. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It might be interesting to see the similarities of it. Um, and there's not just really a whole lot. Really. There. Yeah. And in fact, you know. I'll just, this is not a spoiler necessarily. <laughs> because maybe. it's something that has never been made and will maybe, never maybe, be maybe. made. But uh, they said that uh, he gets this message, uh, like a recorded hologram from uh, the the emperor who's dead. Because, of course, why wouldn't he be dead? He, we saw him die. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. nobody should bring him back to life. <laughs> 
Yeah. But there's a whole different Jedi um, trainer, very interesting spider frog looking kind of guy. And really? Yeah. And they uh, the video, I think the the concept movie is about half of the thing, uh, half of the video long. And the other part is concept art that was done from the script. And wow. it's very cool looking. All right. I'm going to have to hit that. So yeah. Mr. Sunday movie. Mr. Sunday movie. Yeah. And you can do a search on uh Colin Trevorrow or whatever. Yeah. yeah uh, canceled, script. canceled duel of fates. I think is what he was going to call it. Wow. Yeah. Which is, you know, probably the only redeeming quality from Phantom Menace right. is, yeah. is that piece yeah. of music mm-hmm. by John Williams. So, yeah. Um, it's the only thing I really like from the Phantom Menace. Yeah. And that was incredible. Yeah. 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 That and the fight sequence between Obi-Wan, um, Qui-Gon and Darth Maul. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to cut that movie and see if there's enough. I think somebody's done that. It's already. called the Phantom edit. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's the guy from uh, that 70s show do it. I cannot. You know, remember. he does that. Uh, he do, he will edit movies. There, there was a guy who did it. I can't remember. It was called the Phantom Edit, and it really tightened it up, and it turned it to like a hundred and ten. I mean, uh, hour fifteen, yeah. something like that. Right. And it just flowed so much better. Yeah, I'd but, like to see that, but you can't find it yeah, because well. Uncle, <laughs> Uncle George, Uncle George won't let you. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, I, I think that the guy from the seventies show, the guy that played Eric, and I should know his name. He played. Uh, he was in one of the Spider Man movies too. People are, I'm sure, are shouting their names, <laughs> shouting his name at this. Oh, I know who yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. But anyway, he, he was took, Venom. Yeah. Yeah. He took all three of the uh, Hobbit movies and cut them down into one, you know, like, like Tolkien. Like it, intended. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Into one movie. Yeah. So, How was it? Was, did you watch it? No, I haven't seen that. Yet. I, would, I would be, Again, I think it's one of those things that you can't find. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you have to go Uncle, to the Uncle George and Cousin Peter just don't want you to find these things. You have to go to the dark web. That's right. So, so well, I've got two geeks of the week. Okay. Uh, one is, and saw this earlier this morning as we're recording, uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show is back on. Yeah, I was glad to see that. And uh, they fired the previous writing staff and they're rewriting every episode. Okay. So, yeah, that's, it's, I'm, I'm wondering how much of an influence the Mandalorian had on it. I would think it, it had a lot. Yeah. Because that's when they fired him was right after that thing yeah. hit big, right? Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of the Mandalorian, did we didn't talk about this last week, but did you see where Rosaria Dawson has yes. been yeah. cast as Ahsoka Tano, yeah. uh-huh. who is one of my favorite Star Wars characters, right. period. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, how, how cool is that? So she's going to yeah. appear in the Mandalorian. Yeah. So, and I, I can't remember the voice actress's name who who did the character yeah. they talked to her and she had a very diplomatic answer for for you know that i'm sure she would have loved to play the part herself yeah uh but uh yeah i think rosario dawson has always been one of my favorites anyway so i look forward to seeing her in that and there's been rumors of captain rex is going to appear oh really okay yeah, which yeah from the yeah from clone wars yes so, um, um yeah and so the benefit of dave fioni um, being, being involved with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I wonder who'll play him. Cause that's, uh, I'm sure the, well, it's gotta be, it's gotta be the guy who played, uh, Django Fett. You don't think uh, he's too old for this? And no, I guess they could, he played Aquaman's father. Yeah. But I mean, Captain Rex, remember is, oh, fair, that's right. It's fairly old at this point. Okay. So that's right. It, so it works. Okay. It, it would, would work. work. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I can't imagine getting anybody else in. So. No, it has to be him. Yeah. 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 And he was, you know, he was, he's not like, <laughs> presidential candidate old <laughs> <No>. <laughs> wow yeah you you have to be on uh, a member of aarp for 15 years and charter Social Security. charter member of aarp <laughs> to run for president now. yeah that's right well, that's as close to politics as we'll get on that's the show exactly right but uh and did you see what uh, did you see what warner brothers dropped on april fool's day 
No. They tweeted, Wait a minute. They tweeted that the Schneider Cut was coming to HBO oh, Max. Oh, no. The Schneider Cut oh, of Justice hilarious. League. That's and, hilarious. And it was just, oh, my goodness. That was that was. Man, I just died laughing. That's a good one. That that really was, and that that was an appropriate moment of levity for yeah. April Fools. Yeah, it was kind of hard, of, kind of a you know tightrope walking April Fools jokes this year. You really need to be careful yeah, how you win on but, that. But uh, but free the Schneider cut. Oh wow, which is great. So, but that uh, that does it for our geeks of the week. Oh, do you hear that music? I do. We've gone I'm, glad, I'm glad you did too, because I thought maybe I was having some kind of episode. So we oh, go episode. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're going to do a little Star Trek talking here in a minute. Uh, let's see which version of the Next Generation theme this is. If it's got Picard or not, does it have is there one without it? I don't. I think there is. Space, the final frontier. <laughs> it's for Sean Connery. Sean Connery. <laughs> Yeah, this is without him. Yeah. He would have started speaking by now. Yeah, yeah. So, um, thanks to CBS, you have a one-month free of CBS yeah. All Access. Uh-huh. And so, um, I jumped in and grabbed and watched Picard. Yeah, I did too. And in, between, I'm, in between episodes of Tiger King. In, in between episodes yeah. of Tiger King. Which makes for a very strange continuity, <laughs> I, mean, I will just tell you. I bet. And then uh, I'm also, I'm uh, I'm on the Discovery bandwagon at this point. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm almost. Season one? Season, yeah, I'm okay. almost through season one. I need one. to start watching that. So, I may watch that this weekend. Um, so anyway, which, which. You know, there was a request earlier that uh, we do a, a breakdown on Picard. Yeah, and then, I think I asked you. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, no. I had somebody. Uh, oh, really? I had okay. somebody, one of our One of our, one uh, of our cousins and many listeners. <laughs> yeah. So this one's for you, Mervin. Um, so what did you think of Picard? I, I really liked it. There are some things that I, you know, had quibbles about or whatever, but overall I thought it I thought it was a great looking show. I think I texted you kind of yeah. in the middle of it and said, This looks phenomenal. It does. It, it does. had a very cinematic quality. Yeah. Uh, I thought it looked good. I thought uh, it, to quote Jay, I love seeing all the people come back. I mean, one of my favorite things was the, and I, we, we're probably going to get spoiler, yeah, spoiler here, alert, just let you know. Yeah. Uh, but I loved seeing uh, Riker and Troy together in their whole situation. I thought, yeah. I thought they were great, and I thought um, Jonathan Frakes playing uh, Will Riker was as good as I've ever seen him in anything. Absolutely. I mean, he just he did, and I think a lot of it is there's probably a very genuine relationship between yeah. uh, between those actors, uh, you know, all three of them. Uh, but it, it was it was just one of my favorite. That was one of my favorite scenes of the whole thing. That was great. Uh, this week was Gates met Fadden's birthday. Oh, okay. And so Dr. she Beverly she tweeted out a photo. I got to uh, stop doing that. Yeah, you, you really do, Sean. <laughs> uh, there was a a photo of all the 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 cast of yeah. Next Generation. Uh-huh. They got on a Zoom call like we're all doing. Oh, now. wow. Yeah. And they wished her happy birthday. Isn't that cool? And they just kind of yeah. got called up. That's and very so, cool. Uh, apparently that that cast has stayed tight yeah. and, and close. I, yeah. So. I think so. Um, what did you think? Uh, yeah, First I, impression, overall impression. I, guess. I, I liked it a lot. Um, I really like. I didn't think there was too much fan service. No, I agree. Um, yeah, there was there was probably just enough. You know. Yeah. Uh, but the, it was not a. You know, oh, look, here's this person. Here's this person. Yeah. So I thought, and again, spoilers, but, you know, you, you, you start with, um, you sp- start with data mm-hmm. on the, the, the first, the, the first episode you've right. got, you've got data and there's a harken back to the movie where data died. And then, um, you know, you have this, this kid show up at Picard's doorstep yeah. and it's like, I need your help. And 
so it starts the whole idea of, of sentient beings. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, there were so many parallels between Picard and Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, like it was almost, they almost completely ripped off parts of the plot. Well, yeah. And like we have texted back and forth, one of the things that got me was this idea that they didn't know they were artificial beings yeah. or synthetics, I think, as they called them, yeah. which kind of harkens back to aliens. Sure. Yeah. But, uh, but, but general, I, I love the production value. I, it was very interesting to see a post next generation Starfleet. Yes. So you had, had these natural disasters occur. You had the Romulan homeworld, mm-hmm. um, uh, explode and which caused this, uh, crisis, which Starfleet didn't react very well to. Right. And uh, so there's this this estrangement. Uh, well, there always have been estranged. The Romulans and, and Starfleet and the Federation have never liked each other. Right. But uh, now the Romulans are populating a a, a severed Borg cube. I right. Mean, you've got a Borg ship. Yeah. That all these cats are hanging out in. It's like wow. That's that does yeah. not seem like a very good idea. Yeah. So, uh, but the, <laughs> I think what can go wrong, what can go wrong, you know? Um, but it's, it's the whole idea of the, 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 the political landscape of the Federation uh-huh. and how it kind of reflects where we are today. Yeah. And, and this was probably of all the Star Trek series, um, I'd watched so far. And I hadn't seen discovery before this. This is the one that diverged from Gene Watt Roddenberry's utopian, view of star trek Mm -hmm. um i mean it just it i liked what they did but it was not very faithful to the original version of star trek yeah i think that though there was uh, because i remember you saying that and uh last week when we talked and i i I completely agree i do think the idea of using star trek as a social mirror which was the foundation of what they did absolutely he just had always met Starfleet was the way everything was supposed to be. And then you'd go to this world where everything was, you know, was not, but yeah. not like yeah. it's supposed to be. And in this case, Starfleet was it, which I, which is, was kind of a nice evolution, I think, to get there. I mean, I get tired sometimes of, of, of the old trope of, oh, it's the government that's, that's doing wrong. And, um, you know, uh, one thing about, uh, the, the shield stuff with the Marvel stuff, it's like, man, can't we just have a bad guy? That's not a double agent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. You know, agent of shield was especially bad about that. But, um, but I thought they, I thought they did it very well. And I thought that the reasoning behind, you know, how they had gotten to this place, you know, held up. So just to, uh, just to kind of recap for you, Jay, um, is, so this is 20 years after the next generation, Jean-Luc Picard, who was the captain of the enterprise in the next generation, uh, was an admiral has retired. He's tending his family vineyard, which we saw in the next generation. And, um, so, a a, a a mysterious female, young female shows up and says, right. Hey, I need your help. And so she looks just like the painting that data from the next generation had done of a female, which yeah. would presume to be this is his daughter. Because mm-hmm. so, the name of the painting was daughter or something. Yeah, that's Maybe right. A different language. Yeah. Think, right. And uh, so this is a, a, in this world, synthetics or androids are not allowed. They're outlawed because of an incident on Mars that had happened 14 right. years prior to. Right. They went rogue and killed a bunch of folks. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh-huh. and so it, it, it unlocks an entire, um, uh, undercover plot of the Romulans who have sworn to kill all synthetics right? because they have a prophecy, prophecy of, of, of death and destruction, mm-hmm. uh, very Terminator two esque. Yes. Yes. That scene, especially where they showed the, the, 
the uh, I guess it was somebody's uh, the I can't remember her, the character's name, but anyway, they were remembering about what happened during yeah. this particular thing, and it looked it felt a lot like it, Terminator, it, very very Terminator yeah. Two, uh, where the the, the androids, the sentient beings, would mm-hmm. would rebel against their masters, very yeah. Terminator Two, Battlestar Galactica esque, mm-hmm. and uh, so it, it starts this Starfleet shuts the door on Jean Luc because he's requesting yes. a ship and a crew mm-hmm. to go find. Um, this android sister, the android gets killed, gets assassinated by Romulans. And so you start with this ragtag bunch of, of yeah. former Starfleet officers. Which reminded me a bit of Firefly. Yeah, very much uh-huh. so. And so he puts together this crew and they're, they're going to look for this other sentient being. Right. And uh, hijinks ensue. Yeah. And uh, you end up with... Uh, seven of nine from Voyager. Yes, joining and I. I liked that crossover. That, I thought that was great. That was great. So yeah. Jerry Ryan was great. She felt very. Uh, that character seemed like it had grown dramatically. Yeah, and then you end up uh, encountering Will Riker and Deanna Troy, who were married with a daughter. Right, and uh, find out that they had had a son who died. Right, who could have been saved. If there had been sentience still around. Yeah, because right. of the positronic matrix. Mm-hmm. And then um, you end up with a with the Romulan trying to, they find the planet where the sentience are ha- you know, hanging out. Mm-hmm. The Romulans show up to destroy the planet. And then you find out that there is a sentient uh, super being from beyond the cosmos who wants to free sentient life of their organic overlords. Right. And so they open this portal and this thing starts to come through. A la age. (laughs) A la the adventures a little bit. Well, yeah. Uh And, and, you know, and I got to thinking, you know, how many times in Star Trek movies has it been uh, something from beyond V'ger? Yeah. uh, The, the pro from Star Trek four, these are all things that come in to destroy the Federation. So yet again, we've got something from beyond coming out. And so everything works out happy. Happily ever after, Picard actually has a, a, a problem with his with his brain. That, yeah, it, you know that he ends up dying. Mm-hmm. But they had cobbled together this golem. Yeah, uh, and they were able to transport you know Picard's consciousness from from you know his his body to this artificial body, a la Vision from yes. Avengers. Uh-huh. And so Picard lives on. Yeah, and. Uh, and, and, of course, is now one of the synthetic beings that he will be arguing for their rights. You know, so it, it puts him in that position of being one. You know, but yeah. there's a line there towards the end, uh, you know, that, that, that addresses that very plainly. Uh, I was I felt I, I was a little disappointed they brought him back. I, I mean, was, too. I thought that they, more they really have a death that has meaning here. And I said what they could do is that if they wanted to continue the series and you and I may have talked about this. Uh, they could rename the ship that the ragtag crew is on, call it the Picard, and the further adventures are the Picard is the ship. Yeah. You know. Um, Number I, one's living inside of me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But um, but uh, I don't know. You know, in, in the, at the end of the day, I thought, well, of course, it, of course they couldn't do that because they've got to keep him alive. But uh, I just felt like that was one that uh, the the death, to when he died, it had such meaning. And it's once again, one of those things that, oh, you've got a death that has meaning like Spock, you know, like all these other things. And, um, and you're going to take it away. I was just waiting for him to say Tahiti is a magical place. Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> you know? oh, and then, then yeah, uh, yeah. Clark Greg Clark, shows up and yeah, says, hello. An- you know? Another one that, you know, but again, I was, you know, I know that's just the way things are. And I'm, I'm certainly 
happy to see more adventures with Jean-Luc or JL as his JL. new nickname. Is. Yeah. Well, I, I, I love that we didn't have any next generation characters join him on the quest. Yeah. I the, thought that was good. Those were kind of signposts along the way. Right. Um, I love Jerry Ryan coming in. Yep. And, and that because she was not a next generation person that, you know, and, and the idea that these characters exist as they truly should within the same universe and that she's going to be there. I thought that was great. I, I would have loved to have seen Robert Picardo as the holographic doctor. Yeah. Please yeah. state the nature of your uh, medical emergency. At least in some kind of cameo. And in, I'm sure there's, there's opportunities for that down the road. I, he may be in discovery. It seems like I've seen him in some. Don't, don't, don't spoil anything oh, okay, for sorry. me because I'm almost, I'm, I'm, I'm on the back end of discovery season one. Yeah. So, but he could have, I, he may not be. No, uh, he was actually in contact Maybe that's what I'm thinking about. He I was, know I saw him somewhere outside of. Yeah, uh, yeah he was in. Yeah, either, and it very well could be a movie that I saw 20 years ago. <laughs> so it, he was either in First Contact or Insurrection. Okay, or, I think that's what I'm thinking about. Because yeah. he does make an appearance somewhere outside of what we normally see. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, I, I remember seeing when the, and I can't remember the names, I'm bad with the names, with the pilots, the pilot that uh, is uh, in charge of the, the ship. The, yeah. The, uh, the, my uh, first thought of him was. Rios. Oh, yeah, Rios. My first thought was, gosh, they've gotten this cliched space pirate kind of thing, smoking the cigar, whatever. His name is Rios, and he dances. Oh, <laughs> Been waiting for that oh, one. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I swear I did not set him up for that. <laughs> no. Intentionally. Intentionally. Uh, but then they bring in all these uh, holographic images of him. He plays an engineer who yeah. has a Scottish accent. He plays uh, the doctor. Yeah. Uh, he plays a couple of, he's a co-pilot or something. So there's a hot, there's a hot, there's a navigation yeah. a hologram. There's a hospitality. Hospitality is one yeah. of them. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So the fact that this actor got to play all those different roles suddenly made this, okay, well this is, that's I, they almost kind of throw us off with this. Oh, he's just a cliched character. And then you see, Oh no, he's got, he's got all these different parts of him. So I thought that turned out to be very cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. um, what'd you think about Hugh? I liked Hugh. I thought that was, and that was a, a, a death with meaning. It was. Sorry. It was. Again, we did say spoilers. Yeah, we, we did yeah. say spoilers. Okay. So Jay Hugh was a Borg that was saved from the next generation and uh, he was reclaimed yeah. and he came back in same actor and he's leading the Borg reclamation yeah. project. Which so. that whole thing was very cool. I thought that was a very was. neat thing. It was. Uh, you had that whole sub subplot uh, of the, the Borg and the Romulan. And I, and I liked the fact that the Borg, uh, once they've been reclaimed, whatever species they were, uh, they were still very damaged. Yeah. You know, it wasn't some kind of magic Starfleet type thing where all of a sudden they're back to themselves again. You know, they were very damaged people and that was going to be. And, and, and I loved when Picard ended up at the cube. He's walking in the hall and one of the, the former Borg, the XBs, as they call them, mm-hmm. says, Locutus, is that yeah, you? Think, yeah. And it's like, and Locutus yeah. was his name from mm-hmm. Best of Both Worlds, part yeah. one and two, when he was part of the Borg. And then I love that last moment or what we thought was the last moment with um, with Picard and Seven and she's about to beam off the ship. Yeah. She's like, um, you know, did you ever reclaim your humanity? And, you know, he's like, not fully. Yeah. And just that moment uh-huh. was working so, on it every day. Yeah. It was so powerful. Yeah. It so. was like I said, it was very, very well acted, very well done. You know, we talked a little bit about, about the profanity that was in it. I still don't know that it was always necessary. Yeah. Uh, but uh I know that's kind of the way of the world right now. But um it was funny. And Magnuson played the uh, the Starfleet admiral or whatever that uh, had the line that you talked about yeah. last week. And I'm yeah. like, it seems like every time they brought her in was just to throw that word in. Oh, yeah. 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 She, She'll say it. 
<laughs> she's the F torpedo. Yeah, that's you know, right. So, yeah. well, I've so always liked her as an actress. So, anyway. what did you think about the intro and the intro music for Picard? I, I'm on this thing where I'm analyzing show intros, and I may actually start a podcast about show intros. That's good. I like that because I I, I find myself analyzing music cues, analyzing visuals, and mm-hmm. whatnot. What did you think about the show intro? I liked it. Uh, it and again, it's. It's a huge departure from what we've seen with Star Trek. Although Discovery has a very similar, not a not a similar in terms of look, but a similar feel. Yeah, it's it's very much a contemporary kind of thing. You see this more to me, even though it doesn't doesn't look like it stylistically. It reminded me a lot of the reminded me a little bit of the Daredevil stuff, that very yeah. moody type of thing. Yeah, uh, the the piece that you know there's a there's a piece that falls out and becomes something else, and then eventually becomes part of Picard's. Picard's head, Picard's face, um, and uh, that tied into the story. Actually, yeah. it wasn't just a you know just a, a cool piece, but it actually did tie into the story somewhat. But I thought it was very cool, I, and the music kind of I couldn't hum it for you now, but it stayed with me as I yeah. was watching the show. I thought it was good. So, did you see Enterprise at all? Did you yeah. watch? Oh any? yeah, yeah. And that was that was one that was the first real departure to me, and that to me seemed like, and I, I'm sure the timeline is right. Where it seemed to borrow more from Firefly than it yeah. did from, uh, you know, the guy singing the song. Or- if, yeah, if you remember correctly, the, the Enterprise, the first season, they had this this ballad song. Yeah. And then uh, seasons two and three, they lost the the lyric yeah. and it became musical only. Yeah, but and- then they didn't bring somebody else in to sing it afterwards? I don't. There's remember. a second singer somewhere along the line too. Is there? Yeah, I, I didn't remember that, but that that doesn't surprise yeah. me. So, um, I told Art, I said, "Hey, let, let's talk about our favorite Star Trek themes." Yeah. So, um, and he's like, "Okay, you know." <laughs> um, so I've got I, I've got the list here. Um, original series, very yeah. iconic. Uh, Next generation. We're going to skip the animated series. Um, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise, Discovery, and Picard. So, just off the top of your head, what is your favorite? Mine was going to be the animated series. Was it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't Uh, even remember. Was that the uh, same theme? It starts off with the same intro, and then they go into... Anyway, I won't do it for you, but it's a... a, a, No throat bongos? And then the... uh, Because it was made from filmation... Had the same musical cues and soundtrack that every. Anyway, so, but no, it's not my favorite. To me, probably my two favorites are the original series, just because it's a very iconic thing. Absolutely. You know, it's, you'll hear that and you'll know exactly what that is. Even if you didn't watch the show, you'd know that. And then the next generation, which I actually think pulled from. Some music from either the motion picture, the motion picture, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, uh, that was Jerry the, Goldsmith wrote that's that, right. yeah, that's and, right. Uh, but the opening for that, you know, is is very much a you know not a shot for shot remake of the original, but just showing what they could do now, yeah. And uh, by the one reason I, I love that opening is because. Uh, when Will was small enough to do this, he would sit in my lap, and every time the ship would go by, we'd lean one way. Or the other, you know? <laughs> and he's talking about he's talking about Will, his my son. son, not Will Riker. That's right. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Will Wheaton. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Well, either one. Yeah, either but, one. But uh, yeah, so uh, so we would do that. But uh, yeah, probably the the original series is, is my favorite. Followed very closely by the uh, the next generation. I love the next generation theme. the The original series didn't hold the. Uh, 
I watched it sporadically in reruns as uh-huh. a kid. And so I, I probably have seen 25 episodes of the original series. I've seen almost all of the next generation. You're a third of the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love the Voyager theme. Yeah. To see... Voyager to me doesn't get is very underappreciated as the show. You know, that would be my third. I I, I love yeah. Voyager. Yeah, and um, I felt like uh, Voyager was as close to the original series as any of them would come. With uh, Kate Mulgrew, yeah, being as close to Kirk as any of them would come Absolutely. because she could be so bombastic and yeah. you know, but still good leader. I, like I said, um, again, my son will and, and others give me a hard time for that but i really liked that show i thought that was a good show yeah voyager suffered from um not very many people saw it because yeah, because of the release it was well on, it was on upn yeah, so united as upn started up right yeah yeah so i think this would have been this would have been 93 uh i was managing a small low power tv station we carried a bunch of paramount yeah um uh product and i tried to convince them to let me do voyager yeah and uh they're like no no we're gonna do it with upn and and the fox affiliate here and in our market ended up uh, carrying it but they would feed it every monday night yeah at uh, eight o'clock and so i had one of our satellite dishes at the tv station tuned into it so i would record it and <laughs> okay. i would take it home and watch it yeah because you could not find it at first no you could no, not see you it. couldn't yeah and so they the way they promoted it is it's the show that launched a network yeah and so they were trying to do the upn i mean upn united paramount network which parts of ended up merging with um was it fox the WB. WB, that's right, yeah. which became the CW. Which became the yeah. CW. So there were a couple of independent networks out there, UPN and another one that ended up merging to become the WB. Yeah. And then parts of that became the CW. Right. So, um, but I, I thought that really was detrimental to it. Yeah. Great premise. Mm-hmm. Uh, great show. Went on for how many seasons? I think it did seven. Seven, seven yeah. seasons. Um, yeah. Everything but Enterprise and the original series not counting the latest CBS All Access things, had a seven-season run. Yeah. Uh, Enterprise, I think, did four and uh, maybe five. Yeah, Enterprise did four. I'm looking at here. The original series was three. Yeah, yeah. So Next Generation was season seven. Mm -hmm. Actually, Next Generation really was only five seasons, you know, I mean, or or, or five and a half, because that first season's like, eh. Yeah. It wasn't until they got... It's hard to watch the first season. It is. It wasn't until Riker grew a beard and they grew collars. Uh Uh-huh, and they got better shirts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the effects, man. I mean, you know, shot straight to video or shot on video, I guess, as opposed to no, it was film. shot on film. Was it? Okay, it was shot on film, but they but they telecine. They moved everything uh, okay. to video for editing and effects. Okay, so, so that's why it has such a video look. That's right. Yeah. So everything is is standard def. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, it's going to be the same thing with uh, Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Because it was all edited and mastered in standard def. So it'd be very, very difficult to get a high def master. Yeah. Of uh, any of those three yeah. shows. And that's why they say, how can they get the original series high def? Well, it was shot on film. Every bit of it was shot on film. Yeah, but yeah. you'd have I mean, to. I mean, shot and, ma- and edited on film. Yeah. 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 So they've got that. I that's mean, right. Because it's, yeah. it's a rescan, it's a clean up. Yeah. Um, if you're going to do the next generation, you're looking at seven seven seasons and you have to go back to the original color negative right rescan recreate everything yeah you have to recreate all the effects right you have to recreate yeah. all the effects you'd uh-huh. have to pull which would be a heck of a lot easier these days yeah uh pull in music cues remix it yeah would yeah be, it would not be just going back to the original files yeah. and remixing yeah. it's not like getting a master film and just rescanning it <laughs> right so. um so uh, 
you, you next generation original series. So number three would be Voyager, Voyager for you. Yeah. So what's going to be the next theme that you like? I really like the Enterprise, and probably because it was so different the enterprise theme yeah. uh, deep space nine there's nothing wrong with it to me there's just nothing very memorable about it yeah you know? yeah uh, uh and again I, I have friends that are that's their favorite star trek series deep space nine to me the idea of being on a space station versus a spaceship seemed very counter to what it was and i think that was the idea of it yeah but uh i mean i watched it and i, I thought it was real, well done and, and well acted again but it was just it was never one of my my favorite ones and the idea that you're following this asteroid as it comes into the sea that's what you do yeah. uh, <laughs> the, uh, the art and then and then you see the spaceship revealed i'm like it's just and i know that was the the, the premise let's take it instead of the the ship moves. We've got a ship. Uh, we've got a space station here. And then they added the Defiant as the yeah. Whole. I think they kind of did that as, and that was one of the ugliest spaceships. I've it really ever was. Seen. That was a terrible looking <laughs> spaceship. It really, really was. Yeah. So, um, so Deep Space Nine, and then is that going to put Discovery at the bottom of your list? Yeah, and, and probably I just I probably don't even consider those because, and I, not that they're not good. I just can't remember them that well. So I, I'm going through Discovery now, and the thing about the Discovery theme is it doesn't hit a crescendo like everything else does. Yeah, you know, it starts off a lot like um, the Next Generation, and then it it resolves to kind of a minor key. And then it it really diminishes and it becomes, you yeah. know, and then it yeah. kind of builds up. It doesn't have a soaring theme. Right. Like, and I'm sure that's intentional. It is. But, it is, uh, I'm sure. Yeah. But uh, it just doesn't, it doesn't stick with me like yeah. the other ones do. Yeah. Um, I did like Picard's that yeah. became, and I love the way they use Picard's theme as cues throughout. Yeah. series yeah i thought the music was excellent i thought it was really yeah me too so. like i said I, I thought the production value of that show was just top notch so how much of discovery have you watched i've watched all the second season and i've watched one maybe two episodes of the first season really yeah wow so you didn't you, you just kind of left off well i had uh, like a free trial for a week gotcha just happened to see that first episode or i mean maybe it was also i think the first episode of the first season was was released on cbs that's right yeah, yeah so i don't think i subscribed thinking i would subscribe after it came out and i could watch all of them at one time and just never did and by yeah. the time i got around to doing it season two was out and i was much more interested in in that than i was the first season so uh, and because of, again because of uh, christopher pike played by anson mount i found I remember finally. yeah yeah so uh anyway uh that's that, that's why i haven't watched this but I, now that i've got it for a couple more weeks i'll, I'll go back and watch that I, i'm looking forward to getting into the uh the enterprise phase of mm -hmm. of of discovery um, and I, I knew a few of the twists already mm -hmm. uh, and i'm going to be kind of curious to how they built to that yeah um so yeah, that was uh, you know the to me the first season is not edited as well as Picard. Yeah, there's a couple places where I'm like, mm, yeah, I would I would let that linger or I would have cut yeah. a little sooner. And that's that's the editor in me. Yeah. Um, and, and there's really like you said, there's I mean, man, there's nothing. I mean, it's just it, 
to me, Picard is just so well done. It is. It is. And uh, I'm anticipating season two of Discovery getting better because this Discovery, mm-hmm. the first season, again, they're launching the CBS All Access portal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they're kind of restarting Star Trek as a TV show after yeah. know, 20 years yeah. of not having anything uh, serialized. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll, and I'll, they're saying they're saying they're saying I'll get this out in a minute. I can't say it, but they are saying <laughs> that Picard may be the show that finally gives CBS access the, you know, the push it needs to make it a more of a viable streaming choice. Yeah. Yeah. I can uh, see that. Have you one s- shot in Picard, the one shot in Picard that I went, wow, that just kind of took me out of it. He's at Starfleet headquarters and he's riding down a contemporary escalator. And I thought, <laughs> boy, that just, you know, it looks like he's at, you know, uh, a mall or something. Uh-huh. That, you know, I just went to the gap. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I, I what did about like a corn dog, seven <laughs> of nine. Oh, see what I did there. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. We're kind of going off the rails yeah. there. So yeah, well, it happens. It does. It does. Have you seen any of the short takes? No, I haven't watched those yet. Are I've, those online? Or those? Uh, they're on CBS All Access. Okay, so that's yeah. where you could see them. Yeah. Okay. So I'm looking forward and to that's getting that's with, those. Uh, is that both seasons have them? Uh, I think so. Okay. I'll I check think that so. out. So uh, apparently there's. Yeah, now that I've gotten Tiger King out of the way, I'll yeah. try to catch up. Oh, wow. I can't believe you admitted to our listening public <laughs> that you listened to Tiger King. Watch Tiger King. Yeah. How long was Tiger King? Uh, it's seven episodes, I think. Wow. Hour long episodes. Yeah. Just, I've, uh, it's been described to me as a train wreck you, or a car wreck that you can't look away from. Yeah, it's like a car runs into a train full of tigers. <laughs> and it's an awful experience. <laughs> I mean, uh, we got through with it. And I went. Did you like? I, I had have to... I had such big plans of watching like you know classic movies or catching up on some of these you know masterpiece theater kind of things that we watched. And no, I spent the apocalypse watching uh, Tiger King. Did you feel like you had to go take a shower after? Yeah, you really kind of have that. And in fact, you know, one thing I posted was. I'm not nearly as upset about having to lock myself in my home now that I see that there are people like this out in the world. But uh, I'm telling you, it was it's just been, it's wow. been a huge phenomenon. It has. It has. I'm so. sure Netflix is anxiously awaiting their next you know, similar thing. That could be the, the Panda King. Yeah. The, the, the Panda, Panda King. The Panda Crown Prince. So anyway. All right. Well, that does it for this week. Thanks to all you guys who listen. We hope you're doing well. And we will see you next week.